Firefox, uh, every now and then, uh, it used to be in f- few years, now it is happening uh, almost every other week or every other month, uh, when these uh, Mullah gang and Islamists, they create an issue. And if they see something even outside the country, outside Pakistan, they make you and cry and claim that this is Islamophobia and this is uh, against the, the human rights and this is exploitation of Muslims and whatnot. These kind of issues, whether religious or non-religious, they happen in this world every day. And the best way the world has found to tackle those issues, to use the power of the law and make sure that their rights are protected. We had an incident in Karnataka, India, where one college decided not to admit a woman with total covers. Uh, they call it burqa and there were some issues and of course the Hindu fanatics and now there are plenty of them thanks to Muslims uh, they incited that issue because there is the election coming up in some Indian states and they want to use that agenda uh, to get more votes particularly from the religious right and the parties who lean towards right. And one of the uh, students in Burqa was shouting Allahu Akbar and crying and making noise and all that. And that video uh, came on the internet, was viral and it is on all over the world now. And they are trying to portray portray that the Muslims are being exploited and harassed. This burqa issue actually has been a very old issue, particularly in uh, Europe, where a lot of Muslims have migrated and they don't like it. They think it's woman exploitation and it should be stopped by law. Uh, France did it, a couple of other European countries, they decided that no one, no kid below 18 should be allowed with this burqa or head covering because they think that this is not by his, by her choice, but it is forced by her parents or by her community to cover their head in line with 7th century uh, Arab culture. Now in Arab culture this was really not that much prevalent because uh, what happened uh, during the uh, when Muhammad married the daughter of Omar uh, who was a very close friend of him he probably didn't like it and asked Muhammad to tell his wife to cover their heads or cover themselves. So, Omar used to follow them uh, whenever they go out. So, when they used to go out in the morning for some necessary uh, things, he will run behind them and tell them, 
Hafsa, that was the name of his daughter. Hafsa, I can see you. So that kind of way, he was trying to uh, uh, harass them. And uh, when he forced Muhammad to do something about it, he brought an ayah where which says that, Oh Muhammad's wives, you should cover your head when you go out. Now, so that ayah is mainly most of the translators and narrators claim to be about the wife of Muhammad and not for every Muslim woman. But then later, the Wahhabis, they extended it to every woman and then of course in Pakistani, which have been under the curse of Wahhabism since last 50 years, they started this tradition and now many, 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 many girls and women come outside the home with this scarf and with the burqa and all that nonsense. I am totally against burqa or anything forced on anybody, whether it is a girl or whether it is a boy, whether it is mutilation of little boys or whether it is mutilation of little girls. None of this should be allowed until they are 18. If they are 18, then they can do whatever they want to do with their bodies. But before that, they should be given the same right like any other child or boy has in this world. So they can grow normally. They, can't, they don't grow in depression and in absolute confusion. The boys keep thinking all their life, what was wrong with my luli? Why this city uh, hajjam or nai, whoever does that, was allowed to mutilate me? But the Pakistani Muslims particular and the rest of the Muslim world, they have no courage to speak their mind. They have no courage to challenge this barbarism which was not that much common for more than 2,500 years of Ibrahim's death. But the people, they are so much into religion that they think, oh, the God has some hidden message in it. And God, He knows more than us. And it is the God's direction and all that bullshit. Why would God ask little boys to cut the, I mean the parents to cut, to, to cut little boys lily? What does God has to do? If he didn't like that piece of meat which he created, he should have not added it. But again, because the God is not created anything. This God, particularly Allah, is a home creation of Arabs and the people of Arab, Arab and the people of Mesopotamia, they were using uh, God's ideas since eternity. They used to consider lion, tigers, eagles, even leeches or thunder or fire as God until the Abraham came and he said, there is one. And even then, they were not really a free people, but became more enslaved. Before them, they before that they at least have some freedom. But after the introduction of religion, particularly monotheist religion like Judaism, 
Christians and in particular Islam, Muslims lost every right. So this burqa drama will continue for a while because the court will listen to this and probably will overturn this order of a Karnataka officer and the woman over 18 will be allowed to wear burqa if they wish. But I hope the Indian government uses this incident to make sure that no girl under 18 is covered forcibly by his parents or relatives or peers. The world has to fight for the right of Muslim women, whether it is in Pakistan, in Afghanistan, or uh, Arab world, or the rest of the world. Because if the women do not get rights in Islamic societies, Islamic societies as they are since last thousand years, they are doomed. They have no future. They will always be working as slaves to others. They will have no power to do whatever they like to do. So the country can never progress. This is a disease they brought onto themselves. And in Pakistan particularly, where the woman had some freedom before Ziaullah came, they had some rights. The situation is getting worse. Now the women are considered a curse, a guna, an evil, and everything is forced on their shoulder. And without any payment. There is not even a single penny paid for 24-7 job the Muslim women do in Pakistan. On top of that, the men can beat them. Men can harass them. Men can say, oh, I am the leader of the house. While 70% women in Pakistan, they are smarter than men. They have dumb husbands. Because they have dumb, because they got no freedom to think, no freedom to express, no freedom to learn, no freedom to educate. Everything in Pakistan is on Allah. And Allah only works for Mullah and the powerful and corrupt. That is why the government takes no responsibility and is still call it democratic country. Shame on us. I mean, we are really ashamed on this world. And we claim that we are the flag bearer of the best religion in the world. Or we have a prophet, Parnan. And Mary Bab Kurban, Mary Dada, Dadi Kurban, Mai Kurban, and all that bullshit. I mean, Muhammad supposedly, if he was a prophet, came to free humanity, not enslave them in the worst way possible. Before Islam, everybody has rights. Women have rights. They have so much power that society was running 
pretty good but when islam came and particularly when umar became caliph every right of theirs was taken away i believe muhammad and umar and similar people they had some grudge against women their mothers their wives and they used islam to harass them and to humiliate them this burqa issue will be done if not now maybe next 10 years this will come back again and again but the issue is not what india does because india is a democratic country and they have right to make laws and they will make laws which will make sure that indian muslim women get their rights they will make sure that they are not harassed and divorced in 3 minutes they will make sure that the indian muslim women can also divorce the same way the muslim men is doing these days india has awakened and they will do whatever is good for muslims so they can progress instead of going down and down and down there is no way indian muslims can progress unless they follow secularism follow the rule of law and amazingly the people in india who really are secular have done wonders i mean look at the indian film industry how many khans control the industry and they are secular and they allow their kids whatever they want to do with their life instead of covering them they respect indian women whether muslims or hindus or christians they do hard work and they have good talent that is why they are all living in the footstep of dilip kumar who was one of the best of indian muslim actors and he was secular he will never do the kind of stupid things which muslim men do in india he had more friends which who were non muslims than muslims he was respected all over the country he was loved even the current actors shahrukh khan salman khan i mean you see them on the tv on any meeting or whatever situation is everybody claps for them not even a single person will hold back everybody respects them what is the problem there are many muslim women actors who have excelled in indian film industry what is wrong with muslim women and what is wrong with muslim men in pakistan particularly who take these petty issues and follow these bastard mullahs who take this arab culture and think that it is the best for them there is no way pakistan can progress if we follow the shit of islam because islam has no right islam has no humanity islam has no economic system
every mullah shouts oh the uh, interest is against the god's wish and god said whoever takes interest i am at war with him these idiots don't know actually how this issue of interest came up in that part of the world and how it was handled previously i mean when uh, judaism allowed interest they only allowed it to non jews not to jews and that is why the jews uh, went into money making ventures for interest interest based things and they got and made a lot of money and many of the people they were taking so much interest that we had a movement in the form of christianity where jesus rose against those money dealers and started throwing away their desk and they like this because they were exploiting every person too much the king the uh, the uh, roman king got that news and then he ordered to put him in jail and kill him but the jews continues taking interest and when the christianity came and because the christianity was based on anti interest movement they said we cannot take interest so they did not take interest the jews got the benefit of making money through interest and became rich people after 1000 years or more than the 1300 years uh, the christian clergy is realized that we are losing big time so then they allowed the interest and from then on the christian bankers excelled so the christians uh, lost uh, maybe millions and billions of dollar for not getting involved in tax systems interest based uh, system and then when they realized they woke up and they started banking and they did not involve involve in religion but in pakistan we see 100% mullahs claiming that if we have interest free uh, economy then we will be very rich i mean these stupids have no idea what is economy there was no economy at the time of muhammad so allah had no idea that this world has so much economic potential and is going to become so huge that even a third grader will laugh at this idea that the interest should not be allowed the fact is that reality and muslims are two separate things now because you cannot have any reality if you think from the eyes of religion you see from the eyes of religion you want to keep women at home you don't want to take interest you don't want to do any luxurious life so the the gdp never grows just imagine we have the whole pakistan has a gdp of under 400 dollar 
and 220 million people. How could you run such an economy? And on top of that, people don't pay any taxes. Mullahs don't pay any taxes. They take billions of rupees in donations and in theft and whatnot. The most cursed in Pakistan is the Sufi gang. One of the Sufi, Shah Mahmood Qureshi, is a foreign minister. Can you imagine that? I mean, a Sufi who is supposed to be a man of Allah, who is supposed to be praying 24-7, and is supposed to be very poor, is a billionaire. And as Khwaja Asif, one of the MNA from PMLN, said in the National Assembly, stop taking the uh, ornament from poor woman in the name of prayers and put in your pocket. This is how they make money. It is unbelievable that in 21st century, instead of going towards progress, towards secularism, towards science, towards modern ideas, thinking about moons and stars, the Pakistani youths are forced to if Pakistani nation and I am sure they will continue because they have no mind of their own to think uh, gets involved in these kind of stupid issues of burqa and uh, Muslim Islamophobia and uh, uh, blasphemy and all that shit they have no future the world is laughing, India is smiling, particularly the Hindus, and Israel is very happy that Muslims are digging their own graves from their own uh, equipments, whatever they have. They will never be able to challenge anybody in this world because challenging somebody else is different. First, they have to challenge themselves. First, they have to challenge their culture their religion, the, the corrupts, the mullah gang, and the fake history forced on them and get out of this stupid uh, Quran, which they say is uh, the best book uh, God has sent, and force that shit on their young people and spoil their mind. Think about it. God bless.